America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sins. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody, welcome to Believe It or Not. Another episode, another day, but this is a special episode today. This is special. We did one year of this thing. One whole year. Time just flew by. Time has flown by like a... Like when you see a bird and it flies right by you. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if this is your first time listening or if you've been listening since the beginning or mm-hmm. sometime in between. Uh, yeah. I mean, in a way, this is for you. This is for you. This is a thank you, I guess. Yeah, thank it's you. Thank us. Thank each. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Trev, thank you. Thank And Damien, thank you. This Me? has been a ride. Oh, this geez. has been, you know, so, something else. Uh, 27, <laughs> 20 something episodes in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because uh, bi weekly, folks, calm down. Be uh, 26, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So here we go. Um, I, I found some clips, mm-hmm. I think, that are uh, kind of show. Uh, yeah. What we've done in the last it's little... It's almost like our Greatest Hits some, album. Like a Greatest Hits album, uh, some fun clips, some uh, interesting things. But before we did, uh, before we got into that, I, uh, I'm i starting to question whether uh, we should keep doing this, and I'll tell you why. Yeah? I got a very touching email from, uh, oh, no. from my friend's mom, or she sent me this message on Facebook. Well, let's hear it, because I'm, I'm ready to have it, my mind changed. It may changed. have changed my mind, so um, this is this is what she sent me. And uh, the first line is that it's a true story, so you know. Oh, well, it has to be it's true. It's a true story if it says right in the story. So this is a true story of something that happened just a few years ago at USC. There was a professor of philosophy there who was a deeply commit- committed atheist. Uh, his primary goal for one required class was to spend the entire semester attempting to prove that God couldn't exist. Uh, His students were always afraid to argue with him because of his impeccable logic. For 20 years he had taught this class and no one had ever had the courage to go against him. Sure, some had argued in class at times, but no one had ever really gone against him. You'll see what I mean later. Nobody would go against him because he had a reputation. At the end of every semester, on the last day, he would say to his class of 300 students, If there's anyone who still believes in Jesus, stand up. In 20 years, no one had ever stood up. They knew what he was going to do next. He would say, because anyone who does not believe in God is a fool. If God existed, he could, he could stop this piece of chalk from hitting the ground and breaking. Such a simple task to prove that God, <laughs> uh, that he is God, and yet he can't do it. And every year, he would drop the chalk onto the floor in the classroom, in, of the classroom, and it would shatter into 100 pieces. Yeah. The students would do nothing but stop and stare. Most of the students were convinced that God couldn't exist. Certainly a number of Christians had slipped through, but for 20 years, they had been too afraid to stand up. Well, a few years ago, there was a freshman who happened to get enrolled into the class. He was a Christian, and he had heard the stories about the professor. He had to take the class because it was one of the required classes for his major, and he was afraid. But for three months that semester, he prayed every morning 
that he would have the courage to stand up no matter what the professor said or what the class thought. Nothing they said or did could ever shatter his faith, he hoped. Finally, the day came. The professor said, If there is anyone here who still believes in God, stand up. The professor and the class of 300 people looked at him, shocked as he stood up at the back of the classroom. The professor shouted, You fool! Uh, God ex- if God existed, he could keep this piece of chalk from breaking when it hit the ground. He proceeded to drop the chalk, but as he did, it slipped out of his fingers, off the shirt cuff, onto the pleats of, the pan- of his pants, down his leg, and off his shoe. As it hit the ground, it simply rolled away, unbroken. The professor's jaw dropped as he stared at the chalk. He looked up at the young man and then ran out of the lecture hall. The young man who had stood up, uh, proceeded to walk to the front of the room and share his faith in Jesus for the next half hour. 300 students stayed and listened as he told God's love for them and of his power through Jesus. So, yeah, that was sent to me uh, by my friend's mother. Right. Um, And I just, I feel like um, it really means a lot, and I think it proves... Yeah, I mean, it really makes me question things. Mm-hmm. Like the legitimacy of that story? Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I think I've seen it before. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it or if I've seen... Yeah, there's many variations of it. I may have forwarded it to you. But yeah, there, there's a few problems with the, yeah. with the story. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we really need to get into I it. I don't think we do. But, uh, wow, powerful, powerful, powerful words and, with, uh, uh, yeah. with no real point. No real point. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you. No problem. I'm surprised it didn't say at the end, and that young man was Albert Einstein. There's probably versions that say that young man was Albert Einstein. Yeah, I feel it'd be like, like if you love Jesus, share if you want to save humanity. Actually, the one I got was a little different than this, and on the bottom it said, press the forward, like hold and press down to forward to anyone on your friends list. Right. (laughs) So, I don't know. Um, Yes, because that, doesn't prove anything at all, really, right? But no. you know, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. But here's some other things, other criticisms we had, <laughs> and some other clips. You ever heard the term Christianese? Christianese? Yeah. No, I haven't. Okay. What, what is that? The whole Christian subculture. Mm-hmm. They're so. They're like almost in a bubble, you'd say. Yeah. So they they start having their own phrases and terms that okay. mean something to them. So that like certain words or mm-hmm. things to say, like to a Christian, someone who grew up in the church, it would just be like, you immediately understand what yeah. you're talking about. But everybody else, it just sounds like nonsense. Like example, uh, have you ever heard the term washed in the blood? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know if I, I probably heard it and didn't know what it yeah. was. So the belief is Jesus died for your sins. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have any sins, then you're clean. So it was him giving up his blood that cleaned you. But instead they say washed in the blood, which is pretty dark. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <That's> <laughs> when a, you think about it, something yeah. like growing up, I never thought of how like disturbing that sound that sounded but it's a, it's a pretty great inside joke to have yeah. <laughs> yeah have we really talked about the the holy trinity yet not really so. actually that's, some, that's something um i don't know a lot about it yeah and it seems from my understanding it's, it's three parts of of a whole is yeah. it not but they are but three separate things they're three separate things they are equal mm-hmm. and one and three 
Okay. It's it's very confusing. The Bible doesn't actually say anything about it. Old fashioned revival hour. Oh no. And, which side note, but why why have people always been obsessed with getting back to the old the way it used to be, especially in religion? Uh, I don't know. It, it's a I think part of it has to do with nostalgia, and it's yeah. also a way of kind of scapegoating their problems. Like things used to be better. It's like yeah. no. no. No, they didn't. They were always yeah. shit. You if just have anything, to deal with, yeah. You live longer and there's, you know, medical care. Well, yeah. not anymore. Not with all these uh, anti-vaxxers and yeah. flat earthers and climate change deniers. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, all these people well, who are just... Okay, it's, it was getting better for a very long time and now it's slowly getting worse. But we're kind of yeah. reaching an equilibrium yeah, where half yeah. of us will die out and then yeah. we'll, we'll get better. We'll figure it out, yeah. It gets a it, little bit better. It gets a little better. Of um, singing in the heavenly choir, and yeah, well, it, it sounds really dull. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to be rude to your, uh, to some people's notions of what the afterlife is, but yeah. if that's all you do in the first ninety minutes, yeah, it's true. You, well, it's orientation. Right? Yeah, I guess you get, you get the, you get the tour. You have to sing yeah. with the choir. Your pamphlets, like here's yeah. what to expect in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> here's your key card for your room. Yeah. Uh, your roommate. This is your roommate. Uh, yeah. Ted, <laughs> just go to heaven, get a roommate. I'm, I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> In the celestial dorms, forgiving, but with only like certain parameters. You know, like is forgiveness with a caveat really yeah, forgiveness? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Like if, yeah. if you have to put a little asterisk beside yeah. it, it's like I'll only forgive you if this is what you do. Yeah. I mean, I think anytime there's always going to be kind of those little conditional isms with how people forgive people <laughs> yeah what if there's a god who's like really self-conscious who doesn't want people to believe in him and the only way he's gonna yeah. give you heaven is if you don't believe in him what <laughs> if that way, what if that exists the what only do you way he's gonna give you heaven yeah <laughs> i i more meant along the lines of that if there is a god um uh, is it gonna be the christian god yeah, that will exactly. send you yeah. to heaven or hell or is it gonna be my self-conscious god is it yeah is it gonna be your self-conscious god that you can't you have to not believe it yeah. is like, Thank, thanks for uh being chill about things bro yeah come on in <laughs> funny too i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast before but there's multiple ten commandments in the bible right oh there are and well, yeah which ones do you read then well so the the one that they they the closest one to what's on all the um um monuments and stuff isn't the same one from the story in the Bible where Moses came down from the mountain. That one has one of the commandments is you're not supposed to boil a baby goat in its mother's milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, but that's, that's the best way to have a baby goat. I know. I, I can't think of any. <laughs> like, that's how I eat my goat. I'm just glad that I don't, we don't follow that one. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Okay. And they said that it doesn't count. So you got to oh. be baptized when you're, you're smart enough to like make the yeah. decision yourself. I mean, I guess that's yeah fair after you've been indoctrinated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After you've been yeah, and then it's just <laughs> a big spectacle to kind of draw you in more. Yeah, yeah. you can't you yeah. can't just um, you know make baptize a kid who doesn't doesn't know any better. You yeah. have to teach them when yeah. they don't know any better. That's then... why they should start circumcising babies when they're fifteen. Exactly. You should circumcise yourself when you're fifteen. Oh, yeah. Here's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a scalpel. Figure it out. <laughs> This just sounds like it's just breeding assholes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. 
Um, that I think that's one of my big problems with a lot of these, especially mission-based things. It it seems to be the focus is so much on doing this stuff, where and that it's it's almost negating compassion. Yeah, way. like for for individuals and people involved, and even the mission work itself. While yes, I guess that sometimes they're doing some good things. It's also completely ignoring people's uh lives and yeah. beliefs that they already held and, yeah and their cultures and yeah their, it's exactly i mean how how is this an act of good yeah when there's all these like caveats to it yeah exactly uh, actually the side note um i was telling my coworker at work today she was like are you what are you uh doing tonight i was like oh we're recording the podcast and she's like oh what are you doing around this time and I was like, oh, uh, the Baptists. And she's like, oh, I grew up Baptist. Uh, can, you, can you figure out why uh, they weren't allowed to drink? And I was like, well, actually, that goes back to um, in the in the late 1800s, there was a lot of um, alcoholics and stuff that they were starting to support in their church in the mid-1800s. And they decided that uh, um, they would not allow kind of drinking in their community yeah. to support them. And also that's when they replaced the wine and communion with grape juice. Because oh, okay. they use grape juice. So it was more just trying to stop people from being drunks. So yeah. So just blanketed it on. Exactly. And then she was like, well, why wasn't I allowed to dance then? What, what was the reason for that? Oh, because dancing leads to sexing. Mm-hmm. Well, what I said was that um, it was a small town and the pastor um, of this church, his kid was killed in a car accident after a dance. So he banned <laughs> dancing and then Kevin Bacon had to come back and bring it back so that's actually the origin of why a lot of baptists don't i mean i've heard the story before but uh i know it's it's nice to have it validated by somebody. yeah and it find its place in history yeah hey guys we're back and here's some oh, man here that was a trip, a, a trip. walk down memory lane mm, for sure yeah we oh that, that one remember that last one <laughs> yeah yeah i remember that last one yeah that was great and then here's here's us talking about uh, when the world's going to end. It better be soon. Mm, better be. I'm sick of having to get up and go to work every day. Yeah. It's like, get get back here, the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to the Cloud Hotel. I want to go where the people are. Yeah. Walking yeah, yeah. around on those. What do you call them? Feet. Feet. But if you're an angel, you don't need feet. That's so, true. Do yeah. angels not have feet? No, they have them. They just don't eat them. Don't eat them. Yeah, they just uh, hover around on well, hoverboards. Well, they use like them, I guess, the when like they hide their wings in their hoodie. Oh, like they put a big sweater on or whatever, so that they're oh, yeah. hiding, so like that, so they can yeah. go incognito. So when they're like at the mall, they don't want people like, "Hey, yeah. angel, oh, like, can no, I get I your want, autograph?" I just want to be a normal yeah. person today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to get my churros. Churros, yeah, yeah. I would too if I was an angel. Mm-hmm. They don't have them in heaven, I guess. They don't. But yeah, here's the end of the world. <laughs> so, so, so again, like the Christian, like the dogma would be that uh, the second coming of Christ is not a reincarnation of Christ, but it's no, him. it's supposed to, it's like supposed in the Bible, it says it's like returning. him actually returning as he left because he left by, uh, according to the Bible, he left by like floating up into yeah. heaven. He's supposed to come back, and the whole he took, he took the space him. elevator. Up. He took the space elevator, and they he's supposed to take it. the space elevator back down. Yeah. And he's supposed to have trumpets, and he's supposed to have uh, horsemen. Like a stuff. nice band. A nice band. Yeah. Ska band. An equestrian show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the nice hats on yeah. the riders. It's- um, they reversed it when a pope stepped down, or a pope, something happened with a pope. Yeah. And then to Daniel. And then they used that same logic to, like, 
do math to find from the time of Daniel in the Bible yeah. to around that time. And they de- they decided on uh, Jesus was going to return between March 21st of 1843 and March 21st of 1844. Wait, I, I don't... So they used the math to find out yeah. how far back the popes go to a certain date and then they used it again to do... I don't get how this is telling where the... Because there was a verse that said there'll be 2300 days until... Um, the temple is rebuilt. Huh. So they took that to mean a uh, two hundred, or sorry, twenty three thousand or twenty three hundred years. Oh, okay. Um, for some reason, and and for then they did reason. the math. And arbitrary. They date. said that from an arbitrary date to another arbitrary date, and said Christ is returning on uh, in eighteen forty four. And then it didn't happen by March twenty first. So they they re they recrunched the numbers and said it's definitely happening by October 22nd. Do you think they got mad that uh, he didn't cancel his reservation? A big book that they read was a book called The The Great Planet Earth. Uh, The Late Great Planet Earth? Yeah. So that's kind of an end times, the world's going to end in the 80s kind of thing. Uh, It's a very late 60s name, too. Yeah, it is. It'd be a good name. Well, I mean, what they did make a movie out of it, but like if oh, that okay. didn't exist as like a Jesus book, it would be yeah. a good like sci-fi movie, like yeah, late sixties. They live on yeah. the ship because the Earth is dead. Yeah, yeah. They, like they slowly pan away and talk about <laughs> you know, but then they get kidnapped by ant aliens or like oh, yeah. bug aliens, or and something. then they That'd just cool. reminisce about life on Earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so he want he he was a sports announcer, and then he held a press conference. To let people know that he was the son of the Godhead. Okay, what's the son of the Godhead? So, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay, like, so that's the Godhead. He, so, he's Jesus so in he's that. Jesus. Yeah, and that the world was going to end in 1997, mm. and you needed to be prepared. Mm. Yeah, so that that was him, and then eventually he's like, nah, take back. I don't know. <laughs> William Miller. And he was going around saying the world was going to end, Jesus was going to come back in 1843. Did it happen? Uh, I'm not... You know I'm not a history scholar. That's true. Yeah, I haven't looked it up, but I don't think so. Okay. I feel like that would be something they'd teach in school. Like, oh yeah, and by the way, the second coming of Jesus Christ was in 1843. Mm, But but also, I didn't pay attention a lot. That's true. Yeah. Maybe he came back and got caught up in the consumerist culture and he... On the surf shop. Yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. This this kind of started the end time stuff and mm-hmm. return of Christ stuff to be more central to a lot of people's theology. Whereas before it was just kind of viewed as like, oh, this might happen. Christ might can come back yeah. in our lifetime. He might not. More of a surety and more of what, like almost an end goal for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And um, so he he kind of went on the coattails of that and he that's how he started. He went, went around preaching that mm. um, Christ had come back in 1874. Okay. Um, but not in a physical sense. And that the second coming was actually like more of the presence of Christ would return, which I always thought he wasn't that the whole thing was that he was he always... Was, he always had his presence. That, yeah. yeah, but... Okay. Yeah, uh, but and then the real establishing of uh, the kingdom, God's kingdom on earth, would happen in 1914. And that, okay. yeah, which also not a sci- not a history guy. I don't know a lot about history, yeah. but I don't think that happened. Yeah. In 1914. Um, but he also refers to his church and his congregants as forerunners, like 
uh, a forerunner. Yeah. Okay. So some people have taken that to mean that you're bringing in the end of times, but he's comparing it more to the car. Uh, no, like oh. they're like John the Baptist, how John the Baptist prophesied that Christ would come. They're prophesying that um, the end mm-hmm. times will come, the tribulation, the rapture, all that wonderful stuff from Revelation. He's uh-huh. kind of obsessed with it. And he's like, it's it's in a lot of ways, it's a an end times cult almost. Yeah, but yeah. very mainstream, like very well accepted, while still being very focused on the end times and bringing about the end times. Because like he'll he'll say stuff like um, the church is hastening the return of Christ with these prayers you're bringing about the end of times because we're we're bringing about change in the world that will cause Christ to be like yeah we're coming we're returning we're coming back okay yeah so I I can see how from their perspective that would be a good thing yeah um at the same time it's also uh. Crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so they also, like I said, they're really into that God's going to come back. He's on his way. God's coming around. Um, I mean, it sounds kind of like an abusive relationship where you're just like, he's going to be, he's going to come back. Yeah. Like dad went to the store for some cigarettes. <laughs> he's like, he'll be back any day now. Yep. Any day he'll be back. <laughs> Like, that's exactly yeah that's exactly you what gotta, it is you yeah move on move on find somebody Let else go. get a stepdad get, uh, get a stepdad <laughs> uh and we're back that was there like I said, can't come quick enough. Yeah, and here's some things about uh, sex. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing that, uh, you know, after the end of the world, just makes you want to bone down. Bone, bone down. Yeah. Bone down. You just want to be pumping. And pump. But um, did you ever see the video of him crying in apologies? I have, Yeah, yes. apologizing, yeah. yeah. So he was caught um, with, with uh, prostitutes. Uh, on many occasions. Was the it? thing is, I was told as a kid, yeah, because he was pulled over in '91. This is after the the crying thing. He was mm-hmm. pulled over, um, and he had a prostitute in the car with him. Yeah, I was told at the time that he was caught with a pornographic magazine. Oh, really? I have no idea why I was told that. Like maybe it makes it seem less bad than it is, kind of thing. Yeah, or maybe it's uh, so that I I don't have look at porn. I don't maybe, know. Like you don't know what I was only ten are. years old. Like I feel like at ten years old I knew the the concept of a prostitute. Did you? I didn't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I did when I was ten. Well, yeah, I I, I, I mean, think I'd seen Pretty Woman. I don't know if I'd seen Pretty Woman. Mm, I no Milk Money wasn't out yet. But even if you had seen it. Did you necessarily know? I knew that she she was paid to hang out with him. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not supposed to pay people to hang out with you. That's fair. Just telling someone that because they do this, they are, they are worth less. Yeah. That's that's such an abuse and y- such yeah. an abuse of power and it's authority. True. It's true. Yeah. Uh, again, and it's it's trying to trying to keep people... Yeah. In this kind of like line, it's about yeah. it's about this absurd control over people's bodies, yeah, and mine, and this obsession with sex for some reason, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I don't I don't see its relevance anymore. Yeah. So when Adam and Eve eat the fruit, yeah. That's a sim- that's a symbol of um, them giving into their sexual lust. Okay. And this fruit was grafted to their bodies in the form of genitals. All right. Like male like testicles yeah. and uh, women's breasts. I got to tell you, I've never eaten fruit that felt like sex. Um, no, I haven't, <laughs> but I've had some really juicy pears. Oh, that's true. They're very good. Oh, man, a good pear? Yeah. A good yeah. pear is pretty good. Yeah. Um, they don't look like testicles. They don't. But or, they're... Or dongers. Oh, man, but they feel like... <laughs> I don't know what they feel like, but they're just... They're good. Okay, so... But so, yeah, so then... So, what he, he had these lesser seal... What he called the lesser seal and yeah. the greater seal. So, you join him, you join the team... Uh, if you're a guy and you want to do, you want to say, hey, I'm in, you cut your, your testicles off. Oh. But if you want to say, I'm like really in, yeah. so that was the lesser seal. If you want to say like, I'm really into your club, you cut the whole deal off. What? So your penis and your testicles, gone. Did people do this? People did it. People did this. I saw a picture of it when I was researching this. <laughs> Why would yeah. you do that? I don't know. Life's short. I can't imagine. Okay. So first of all, I was like, sex is bad. Yeah. No one should do it. And yeah. then the people that do want to be in this have to cut your junk off. Yeah. I can't imagine you have high enrollment rates. On he that. had. Can you see. imagine if that's what you had to do to join the Y? <laughs> <laughs> but you get to use the pool anytime. As much as you want. Um, another thing, too, with schools, they um, they really lobby against certain things that are taught in sex sex ed classes, mm-hmm. usually. And I think we even saw which that is, in Ontario. Which like we, recently, a yeah. years ago, there was a yeah. huge push for it. Yeah. Because uh, they, cha- they were updating the curriculum. Yeah, uh, where they were starting, I think they were starting it uh, as young as as kindergarten. Yeah, uh, but the thing about it though, it was it wasn't necessarily talking about sex in kindergarten. It was just about consent. Yeah, and it was about having children know their bodies. Yeah. and what's okay and what isn't okay. Yeah, which is so oh yeah so incredibly important. Yeah, but people are so hard fast. It's like we yeah. can't teach children about sex because we're afraid of it. Yeah, exactly. Like even I like I went to high school uh, for a year and a half in Alberta, mm-hmm. and they had a separate sex ed class for mm-hmm. um, Mormon and Christian kids because it was such a yeah. um, high popularized. Like mm-hmm. there's there's so many Mormons and Christians in in that area that they had to add another class, which I think is crazy for like a like a public school. Um, eventually I started going to this, this thing. It was like a weekly thing where it was basically sex night every week. I mm-hmm. went a couple times. So they, we'd all meet together. We'd sing songs and stuff. And then they'd split us up between guys and girls. And one time this guy in the group, the girls weren't even out of the, out of the room yet. And he goes, guys, I've been masturbating so much more lately. <laughs> and those, those were sex. And here, here's some clips. Other ones. This is just, uh, you know. Mixed bag for you. Mixed bag. Enjoy. Is a a biological leftover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I mean, I was talking to someone about this. Is like they were asking, like, why do men have nipples? And it's like it's just a, it's just the developmental stages of 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 human beings. It's just how we develop in the womb. We all start as one gender, and then it kind of like yeah goes wherever to where it goes yeah i always thought it was because god thought we looked weird without them that's true if we were just smooth yeah it'd be weird yeah do you think we could probably get some surgery to just be smooth i think so yeah i don't see why not yeah yeah can we get something else there instead of nipples let's get get that going yeah like maybe uh hot and cold 
faucets. I was going to get one for like uh, melted butter. Oh. And then the other one could be for, uh, I don't know, soda water or something. Yeah. yeah. And wait, what? So there's this, a group of people who say that their teeth were replaced with gold teeth. Yeah. By God. For why? Uh, as a sign that he will uh, provide for them financially. So there's someone in the city giving these people gold teeth? No, like a Muslim, like, they, they don't their dentists are teeth. like, they looked at their records like, yeah, we put gold teeth in them years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So they, just, so had, they, they thought, just had gold teeth. Yeah, but, and okay. like they, gold fillings. So they yeah. said that they were turning their fillings to gold. Um, and then the dentist would be like, no, they just had a gold filling. Like, okay, so this wasn't like, they retroactively put it in and then told people, oh, guys, I got yeah. they already had the They already had them, but said, sometimes God. people don't know it's gold. And then, okay. yeah, it's... it's yeah, I don't know. yeah, another thing that's been hitting the news a lot lately is uh, something called grave soaking or grave sucking. Grave sucking? Or grave soaking. So, okay. okay. So, in this um, type of church and in this type of uh charismatic mm-hmm. uh ideology i guess um there's a some there's something called soaking and that's where you just like everybody spends time together and they pray for blessings and they just pray for each other for blessings there's no sermon or anything you just you're there all praying and soaking in the spirit is what they call it okay um this is something a little different where you're you sit on a grave mm-hmm and you pray for the blessings that this person had in their life to be transferred to you. So you're trying to absorb their energy after yep. they're dead. Yep, they're basically vampires. What? Yeah. Um, so it, it went. It was pretty controversial for a while, and then um, they've interviewed both Chris Folton and uh, Bill Johnson about it, and they both say they don't agree with it. They think it's wrong. Um, but there's also pictures of Bill Johnson, like on gravestones, <laughs> but he says that that was just because he was, um, like he likes to go visit these like revivalist headstones and stuff to like inspire uh-huh. him to be more like them. He doesn't do it to like soak up their blessing. You're trying to absorb their powers and you didn't even kill them in battle. Exactly. Is that, he was born in 31, and I don't, maybe it was before that, but I don't think so. I don't so. think that's how reincarnation works. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, and he, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you can be the reincarnation of, like, five different people, because he said Gandhi. Well, maybe you can. Maybe, like, you get parts of the Oh, you get parts of their soul. Like a yeah. Megazord. Oh, or like, yeah, that makes like sense. Like Power Voltron. Range, yeah. yeah, or like Voltron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Father Divine, Jesus, Buddha, mm-hmm. and Vladimir Lenin. That's a weird mix. Yeah, it is a weird mix. Yeah. I'm a bit of a mutt when it comes to the divine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you pick like some of the biggest names and then uh, just just some dude. Yeah. And what they would do is they would hold it up to your ear and then you like when the lights are off, you're doing the sands and you would hear the whispering of the ghost. Oh, like when you hear the ocean in a conch. Yeah. Conch? 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 Yeah. In a shell. When you put a shell to your ear. But either, so usually it was either the person, the medium, mm-hmm. is a ventriloquist. Okay. Oh. Um, or. They're creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff Dunham. Or, oh yeah, it's like Jeff Dunham. Or there's just an accomplice in, an, uh, in yeah. the other room. It makes and then sense. they whisper and you can hear it better. Cause he... Anyways, thanks everybody. This has been a great year. Yeah, we're hoping for uh, 
At least another at year. At least another one. Maybe a year and a half. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, when's the next Doomsday supposed to happen? Or oh, that's a, a good po- question. Uh, judgment Day. Sorry. Doomsday is something else, I think. Well, yeah. Doomsday, that's uh, He Kills Superman. Yeah. And then Judgment Day is Terminator. I get them mixed up all the and time. And Armageddon is uh, oh, the asteroid. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Which uh, NASA's saying that we'll probably get hit by something that's in true. our lifetime. Yeah. So. Yeah. That one's probably the most likely. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you guys at Armageddon. See you then, guys. Or the Rapture. Or Deep Impact, whichever comes first. (laughs) (laughs) I think Armageddon was first. Yeah, but I meant in real life. Right, right, right. Which comes first. Right. (laughs) I guess that's that. (laughs) Clip show. Work, 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 Sky Moon. (laughs) His name was... Kondrativ Selevanov. Can you read that? Is that how? Uh, Con, Con, Kondrativ. Oh, that's a Y. Kondrativ Selevanov. Named Chris Valentinworth. With? Valentinwith? Valentinwith? That word there. Valentinwith? Did I just like. Valentinwith? Yeah, something like that. Valentine. Maybe I just. uh, You might have. I might have fucked up the spelling. Let's. Oh, it's just Valentine. Chris Valentine. Crispy. Valentine. Valentine. It doesn't matter. Any questions about Krishnism? 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 So we talked about Krishna today. 